Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving and on the old car radio. I got one question for you guys this morning, specifically to you, Janelle. Mm-hmm. You uh, got home yesterday from your flight uh, out of Barbados at 3.45 yesterday morning. Yes. And you didn't sleep at all? You did the show wired? Well, I had a, I had a good hour, hour and a half power nap before I came into work. <laughs> okay, so you didn't sleep at all. You made it through the show. You went home to see your dog. Mm-hmm. And how long did your dog keep you up for before you finally crashed? I don't think I actually went and took my nap until close to like 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And the dog let you? That's yeah, good. she did. Well, she pestered me for a while. Um, I mean, like I played with her and our neighbors had taken care of her and I had a good chat with her and, and we I kind of did some stuff with her. But I was like, we're going out for a walk later, girl. <laughs> yeah. I am not ready to go out for a walk. But yeah, it was probably one or two o'clock before I actually fell asleep for probably about two hours. I had a two hour nap yesterday. Isn't that the best? Mm-hmm. Two hour nap in the afternoon. Stu, this is your every day. <laughs> He's so amazed you had a nap. <laughs> like you weren't going to fall down. You had no sleep. Uh, so we're, we're good now? Everything's good? I don't know that I'm fully caught up on my sleep. Did you go sleep, to bed like I, a toddler last night yeah, at 7 o'clock? I went to bed around probably like 8.30 last night. I fell asleep okay. on the couch. Yeah. 8.30, so 9 o'clock. Still later than Stu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Much. <laughs> Just want to check in. Okay. Uh, we're giving away more money today, correct? Yeah, we had our first day yesterday of Beat the Bank. We started at 710 with uh, rolling it out. We gave away $400 mm-hmm. at that hour because she decided to be conservative, wanted to take the money and run. Yeah. Uh, it was going to go to three grand, though. Yeah, unfortunately, we found that after the fact. And then the second play at 910, uh, she was at 650, decided to push it one more, and triggered that vault alarm. So walked away with nothing. But yeah. that is the beauty of this game. You never know what's going to happen next. So. so we'll have our first play again this morning at 710. You'll want to be listening for your chance to beat the bank with Move. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Gather around the old machine for another mind-blowing useless fact. This time it's a medical fact about uh, heart uh, blood pressure, lowering your blood pressure. People have high blood pressure, right? Some yeah, people do, some people yes. do, yeah. My wife had to take some time off last summer. She had high blood, blood pressure. Had I known this, this could have maybe saved her all the medication. If you have some leftover Crayola crayons, you're supposed to sniff them. Uh, if you sniff a Crayola, Crayola crayons, they've been found to lower your blood pressure. Aren't they just wax? Yeah, crayons don't really smell like much. Like the scented ones? Yeah. <laughs> no, like any, any Crayola just crayons. Just any crayons. Yeah, any color doesn't matter. Just start sniffing them, then apparently they can lower your blood pressure. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall them smelling like much. Wax and paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. So can we sniff candles then? Yeah, like I think it's like the same kind of thing, right? Uh, right. According to my research, it's only Crayola crayons. <laughs> this and only that brand. Forget yeah. dollar store crayons. <laughs> those will well, those will raise your blood pressure. Yeah, it's like the name brand uh, medication and the non-brand uh, medication. Okay. A lot of people have Crayola crayons if they have kids or if grandkids. If anyone has a blood pressure machine at home, let's test this theory. Yeah. <laughs> take your blood pressure, go get the crayons, and then take it again. I think we still have one. I'll get my wife to try this later because I, I think Isabella still has Crayola crayons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's bizarre and random. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of that fact, Angie? Uh, I don't know. 
I'll give it like a, a 7.5, I guess. Thank you. Yeah, Janelle? I'll give you a 7 this morning. Okay, thank you, Janelle. Uh, just 10, 10 and 10 from Sassy Kathy and Manawet at 10 0 30. I want to know if it's true. I know. It <laughs> I seems so bizarre. The Bitterman is saying memories of childhood with the Crayola crayons, giving you a 10 this morning. Hall of mm. Famer is the ghostwriter and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. All of those years, we were using glue, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffing glue at school. Gave you a 10 this morning. Mm. My number one favorite fan, my neurotic mama, gives me a 10. She says, I've been sniffing the wrong things. Dogs lower blood pressure, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good lap dog. Uh, jam them up your nose and you're good forever, I guess, <laughs> says Corky Kirk. He gives it a very specific 7.8. Uh, Cranky Craig says, and I'm sure Stu had nothing to do with Connie's high blood pressure. Right. Nope. I mean, they nope. should test Janelle and I, too. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, gave you a nine this morning. We have a weird useless fact in giving me a 10 from Turtley Sharon. Thank you very much. Mm. Diva Clow, I doubt it would be an instant treatment if it's true. <laughs> I don't think it immediately happens, but it's useless in giving you an eight. Hall of Fame boss travel. That's a weird, cool fact to give you a 10. Thank you very much for the great scores. There we go. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Another one bites the dust. Foot Locker is planning to shut down 400 stores across North America by 2026 as they strive, though, to become more relevant to younger shoppers. I mean, it's kind of an an older brand, right? So they're closing mostly their uh, underperforming smaller mall stores. But with that plan includes a new what they call lace-up plan that they're putting into effect. Also, this will affect Champs stores as well, their other brand. But they're planning to reopen hundreds of new concept stores that revitalizes their look. They're revitalizing their partnership with Nike. So Mm. in recent Mm. years, Nike has reduced the number of retailers and websites that they allow to sell their products. And they've shifted towards this more direct-to-consumer strategy, ordering from the Nike website. It is impossible to find certain styles and yes. of Nike. Like know this too well. At the height of Air Force One popularity yeah. when it was the only Christmas gift any girl or boy wanted. Right. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't find them. So uh, they say that they've reignited this partnership with Nike. They will have um, a lot more presence in their stores as well with this new revitalization. So yes, closing but reopening with a new brand. So speaking of store closings, Nordstrom liquidation starts today across Canada. And that's at Nordstrom stores and the Nordstrom Rack stores. So here in town, of course, that means the big Nordstrom store at the Rideau Center mm-hmm. and the Nordstrom Rack store at Train Yards. Now, every piece of merchandise that was not to be liquidated, they say, was taken out of the stores over the weekend. So by all accounts, everything in the stores right now is fair game okay. and under liquidation prices. So, so there'll just be smalls available. Yeah, yeah, probably. Extra, extra, extra small. Yeah, yeah, this is the time, though, when you'll actually be able to get your pick in, you know, say even just a couple of days. Who knows what will be left? Oh, yeah. You'd have to go today. (laughs) Well, uh, Reno Center is going to be a busy place because, yes, there'll be the liquidation happening at Nordstrom. But also, they've announced that with the new Zeller's location, uh, the Diner on Wheels is going to make its first appearance in town this week on Thursday 
at the new Zeller store. So at... Biden can go there. That's why they did it. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right? <I'm> yeah. <laughs> Watch him go there. Biden rolls up to the food truck. Hilarious. But what's um... great is we got a first glimpse at the menu. And yes, we kind of knew what was coming menu wise. But the prices, the lowest price is apparently still the law with Zeller's because they have everything from like burgers, hot chicken sandwiches, chicken fingers. Nothing is over $7. That's amazing. So you want a burger? It's six bucks. You want a hot chicken sandwich? It's six bucks. You would just want fries and gravy? Three bucks. Three dollars. Like yeah. I mean, that's you can't kind get of that anywhere of. else. Yeah. So I mean, they were smart to do that because otherwise people would have just been like, "Meh, mm-hmm. I'm good." I'll I go can't to- wait for all. I can't wait for all the Instagram. I ordered a hamburger. That's not a hamburger. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what any of it looks like yet. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Brought to you by Defalco's for brewers and winemakers. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Now, Stu's not too impressed with his son, who essentially lost something worth hundreds of dollars. But one could argue that it's actually your fault, Stu. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, you have to accept a a portion of the blame. Well, it's not my fault. We were away in beautiful Stowe, Vermont last week. And if you know anything about me, when I have a vehicle, I'm OCD. I don't want any garbage in the vehicle. I want you to step in my vehicle, and it looks like it's brand new. Okay. I, any garbage. So we had a day of driving. They had a, they had their fast food in the back seat. They had their Kleenex. They had all the crap in the back seat. I proceeded to unload everything with help uh, to the cottage, and then at the end of it, I, I my job is to clean the car. I don't want any junk in the car. You didn't I'm, just ask your kids to clean up their own junk? No, 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 because they just... <laughs> Because if I do, it'll just stay there. So I, it's my car, my problem. So I proceeded to clean. There's a little thing next to the seat, like a little uh, holder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, on the door, so I cleaned everything. And uh, the next day, my son says, anybody see my, my uh, Invisalign retainer? Oh, I'm no. like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you have, a, you have a case for it. Yeah, but it was in my luggage, so I put it in Kleenex. I'm like, oh. where'd you put the Kleenex? In the door. Oh. Um, I think I threw it out. Oh. <laughs> So, well, so it is a little bit your fault. You threw it out. Yeah, but he shouldn't have put that in there in the first place. Well, he, his luggage was in the trunk. He, at least he was smart enough to wrap it in something and put it yeah. in the door. It should have been within the... the I, my argument <laughs> with my wife... Because uh, she's blaming you? Is, is the container should have been with him at all times. Okay. Here's the thing. Had yeah. you asked your kids to clean up their own junk in the car, yeah. your son would still have it. <laughs> he would know. He would know that's not junk. Have you met my children? <laughs> this has like, was it Parenthood, that movie where they're at the yes, Chuck E. Cheese Parenthood, or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And he puts it in the napkin on yeah. the table and then they're yeah. all like dumpster diving for it. Could Correct. you not go dumpster yeah. diving? Not a chance. Because <laughs> it was the next day and I knew that garbage would be awful. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. I don't. I don't do dumpster diving. Well, I'm sure you? Janelle would do it when she has kids. Hey, look, we <laughs> we dumpster dived for my mom's retainer. Exact same story down in Florida. She put it in a napkin while we were eating at a fast food restaurant. It went out to the trash behind, and a homeless man came out of the dumpster. It, <laughs> like literally, it's seared in my mind. Like it is a family memory. He's like, "What are you doing going through my house?" <laughs> I can't wait, Chanel. Uh, in about 15 years when you have a child and your child loses something, I'm going to be right there to say, "Hey, you happened to you." Yeah. Well, how much like, how much are we talking here? How much is this actually worth? I've heard somewhere between 2 and 300, which to me is just insane. Oh. Orthodontics drive Porsches and they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not cheap to replace. No. Yeah. But, but I did the, the f- same thing as a kid, so you lost your retainer as a kid? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Did so- you put it in a napkin? 
Probably. <laughs> this is his freebie? This is his... Uh, this is his freebie? <laughs> get out of jail free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get one shot. Yeah. And then he's got to buy the next one out of his own bank account. 100%, yes. <laughs> so we're talking about those expensive things your kid has lost. I mean, you are not the first parent this is going to mm-hmm. happen to. You will certainly not be the last. We send our kids off with things to school, to friends' yeah. houses, and miraculously, they never come back. You know? There's one item here that a lot of parents are griping about. Oh, yeah, one, item, one item in particular that it seems that all children continuously lose. And it's not oh. cheap. Oh, I, I have a list of things. I don't have to figure <laughs> out what this one is. <laughs> we'll get into that coming up next. But if you have an answer, text it in at 10 What's the most expensive thing your kid ever lost? You're going to relate to Grant's answer about what is the most expensive thing your kid has ever lost. Because it is so relatable as a parent. We'll get to what he says in just a second. But first, I mean, I think you can relate to a lot of these answers. Yeah, this seems to be a top answer amongst parents. And to be fair fair i think these are pretty easy to lose <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wouldn't know i don't own any <laughs> they're, they're kind of tiny mm. and so many parents have messaged us the AirPods. Oh, yes, Lord. yes. What a terrible yes. invention that was. For all yes. of its perks and its amazing, you know, convenience, those things yeah. in a kid's hand mm-hmm. are just like using, like losing a rock. And they're and they're not yes. they're they're not cheap. Like no, I uh, bought a pair. Bucks easily. I bought a pair of like old ones, and I think they were two hundred and fifty bucks, or yeah. like they were like one hundred and fifty or something like that. So like you get a brand, a pair of brand new ones, like yeah, it's over three hundred dollars, and they're just so teeny tiny. I have almost lost mine a million times. But there's a trifecta problem with AirPods. Mm -hmm. You could lose the left... You could lose the right, or you right. could lose the damn case. Yeah, or like, yes. and then the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It really. Or four. Yeah, four the things. The only go wrong. saving grace I will say, because I actually um, forgot these while we were traveling at a location, I was able to use my Find My AirPods uh, or Find yeah, yeah, and I was able to relocate them when we went back to the hostel that we were staying at. Going to say bathroom stall <laughs> <laughs> down the road. Uh, poor Sarah. I feel for Sarah, but she is like every mom, <laughs> and just hold strong, Sarah. She says, "Well." What hasn't my daughter lost? (laughs) She said, I swear she'd lose her head if it wasn't attached. (laughs) This kid has lost uh, iPhones, at least two of them. Although one was found the following spring in her friend's yard after the snow melted. (laughs) She has lost earrings. She has lost wallets, a camera, a very good bicycle that was stolen, but she didn't lock it up. So uh, she said, and there's just more, but good thing I love her. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like that's, at at what point do you stop buying them things? Right. Well, and that's (laughs) You don't. Some people have said that they either do not buy expensive things for this purpose or that their kids have never lost anything because they know that they will not get it replaced. And if it does have to be replaced, they have to pay half of it at least out of their own money. You tell the kid they have to spend their own money on something. They'll protect it with their life. Oh, 100%. (laughs) They'll put a a human shield around it if it's going to (laughs) cost them. But Grant makes a good point because sometimes, yes, it's those expensive things that are expensive right out of the gate, but sometimes it's just a slow sucking of your cash. Mm. So Grant said, for him, it's been all the Tupperware, all the spoons, all (laughs) the stuff that goes out of the house after 12 years in school. He says, I swear, I've spent close to $600 replacing Tupperware and spoons alone. Well, literally, too, when you, like, all of a sudden, all your spoons go missing, now you got to buy a whole new cutlery set. It's not just, Mm -hmm. you can't usually just go out there and buy new spoons. 
I estimate that it's cost me $1.2 million of my kids so far. Yeah. Well, they do say it that it costs cost a lot much. of money to have kids. I mean, you yeah. you end up with <laughs> bottoms that don't have lids, lids that don't have bottoms. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's just an ongoing battle. Cash loaded. Bank player ready. Beat the bank. Okay, it is time to play our first play of the morning. Seven tens beat the bank, and who is going to try to win our money? Sylvia, good morning. <laughs> did you listen to the game yesterday? Yes, I did. And how? I missed the four ten one. Oh, okay. You heard the morning ones, though? Yes. Okay, well, great. Well, she's doing her homework. She knows how this is done. So uh, the first big thing is you got through on the line, so that's good. Yeah, that's major. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing is you are standing in front of eight possible vaults. We will start them, and then you tell us how far you want to go into the process, okay? Okay. Let's open the first vaults. Right. 500. Ooh, nice, nice amount. Not bad. 500 bucks. 500? Yeah. Yes. What do you want to do? Uh, oh my God. You've only got to go, go one more. Go. Okay. One more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vault two. 600. Ooh, Ooh 600. Okay. $600. Oh boy. $600. $600. Uh, I'm one more. <laughs> one more? Okay. All right. Let's open vault number three here. Seven hundred. Ooh, okay. going up still. Yes. Seven hundred dollars. But it could also go down. Yeah. Just what, remember that. What do you want to do? I'm 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 gonna stop. I'll take the seven hundred. You're gonna stop there? Yeah. Okay. Sylvia, seven hundred dollars is yours. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, that feels pretty good. But you know what we have to do is we oh, have to continue and yeah. find out what was gonna happen, okay? Uh, okay. All right. Okay, so had we opened up vault number four? Fun's not available. Oh! oh! You played it smart. <laughs> that was the alarm, Sylvia. Next. You would have lost it all. Oh, my God. Thank you. You win. You, you double won. Way to go. Oh, God. Thank you so much. Well, congratulations. $700 is yours, Sylvia. And just hang on the line. We will be playing this again for you coming up at 9.10. Your chance to win your share of $100,000 with Beat the Bank. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? You want to play me at my own game? You fasten your seatbelt. You're in for the battle of your life. The battle of your pathetic life. <laughs> Young and the Restless fans know that voice very well. You do not mess with Eric Braden, a.k.a. Victor Newman. He will crush you. <laughs> he actually says that in one famous scene from that show. I will crush you. <laughs> uh, he has starred as Victor Newman on The Young and the Restless since 1980. And the soap opera um, has been very good to him. So he did not hold back this week when reacting to Eva Longoria's recent derogatory remarks about the industry during her interview, her sit-down with CNN's Chris Wallace. So he brought up the big anniversary of YNR and asked her about her experience playing Isabella Brana on the show way back in the day. And she said it didn't pay her enough to live off at the time being an actor, so she continued her second job as a headhunter, and that she would hide the fact that she was on that soap to her clients because they didn't want a, quote, dumb actress handling their accounts. And she went on to wow. say how it was like a crap job. 
So Eric Braden was having none of this. (laughs) And he came out swinging on Twitter with like all caps. Eva Longoria, you made derogatory comments about daytime actors. You simply weren't good enough to survive the pressures of this (laughs) medium. Good for him. You were very lucky to get on that housewife show with your mediocre and salacious dialogue. And then that led to everybody dragging her character on Desperate Housewives, saying she wasn't very good in that either. (laughs) So he said, our actresses could run ring around you. This shows a complete lack of class. And he said, if anyone comes after the soap industry, he will come for you. He's like, not a lot of people can make it. And it's catapulted a lot of people to superstardom. Like, look at Kelly Ripa and everyone else. And, you know, Robert De Niro. So uh, Eva has been trending for days on Twitter as people continue to drag her for not being grateful for the opportunities given to her on the way up. (laughs) So what does a musician with five Grammys and two World Music Awards need to round out her list of achievements? Well, how about a train? Everybody meet Shania Train. Wait, what? (laughs) So there is the Golden Pass Express train, which runs on Lake Geneva in Switzerland, where she lives. And it has now been named Shania Train. (laughs) (laughs) Does it actually work? uh, Yeah. Oh, it's a big high-tech new train. It's beautiful. And it's uh, obviously named in tribute to her. She has lived in Lake Geneva for 10 years now. Switzerland is home. Um, And she attended the inaugural ceremony, um, tweeting out all aboard the Shania train to Twain Town. <laughs> I can't even say that. Uh, anyway, it's so That's funny. Fun. I mean, Maybe when she comes to Ottawa, she can get on the LRT. Oh, yeah. But it's not a working train. No, it's not. Hers is way better. Yeah. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, Janelle. Who's made the cut today? Today on the line, we have with us Kathy and Helen. Stu, you will be up first with Helen this morning. Good morning, Helen. Can you get me back into the wind column, please? I hope so. I hope so. You've had a rest now, Stu. You're fresh. (laughs) Thank you. He needs that pep talk. That's good. (laughs) All right. Choice of categories, Janelle? All right. So um, thank you to uh, Wallacea Barnes, who sent in our categories. Green things or blue things? Um, blue. Green or blue? Blue. Blue? All right. Things that are blue in three, two, one. You look up to the... Sky. And you're seeing with your... Eyes. Another word for river is... Lake. Yes. And uh, this is the movie that Brendan Fraser won an Oscar for. I don't know. Oh, it's Think of the Ocean. Think Not um, a really uh, big thing in the ocean. Uh, see? I, I, I don't okay. know. Uh, fleas is not in the ocean. Uh, the Toronto baseball team. The Toronto... Uh, Blue Jays. Yes, and n- not. Uh, uh, oh, the, how do I describe this? Little uh, purple things you that you put in shakes. Uh, um, too late. Blueberry. Did you say fleas? No, no she said fleas. Oh, so I, I thought you said fleas. <laughs> no, no. He was trying to get what? you to guess whale. Yes. Yeah. Whale. 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 A whale I, in the ocean. I, I never saw it. I don't know what it is. That's okay. Okay. All right. So what you guys ended up with was four. Not oh, a bad dear. score. That's not good. <laughs> you never know with this Hang game, on the Helen. Line, Helen. Okay. Uh, we go to Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. 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 Hi, Andy. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. And you? Good. Okay. So our category we have to be four. Okay. Green things. Okay. All right. Here we go. A four-leaf... Clover. Yeah. These go ribbit, ribbit. Frog. Uh, This is the leafy thing you eat that's healthy? Kale. No, like just, but in general? Lettuce. A nice chopped... Pass. Okay. In a bowl. What do you eat the lettuce in? A bowl, it's what's the meal called? 
Salad. Yes, good. Um, and the these are uh, forests are full of. What was that? Forests are full of greens. Trees. No, yeah, trees. Yeah, uh, the, the, the stuff you cut. Your lawn Grass. is. Yeah, uh, this is a type of lettuce. Uh, but oh, no, did we get it? Oh my god! I didn't even know if we got it. Go, you got it, Kathy. All right. <laughs> good Yay! Job. I'm so happy for you, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> you sound good too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was just trying to get you to get salad. We were having trouble with that one, but you got it. There oh, you go. So congratulations. We want to hook you up with a $100 gift card to Lotto Max. Wonderful. Enjoy. I'll share if I win big. Yay. <laughs> Good luck. Okay, thanks. Steph and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. So did Stu actually see a celebrity while he was on vacation in Vermont? You know, celebrity sightings are exciting when it happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, I think and you s- try to keep your cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I think sometimes you can be deceived. Mm. And uh, last week I was in beautiful Stowe, Vermont. Now, many celebrities have places in Stowe, Vermont. It's very, uh, very foo-foo shishi. Uh, that's not me, but uh, my wife and I took a trip into the little town in Stowe, and it's it's very beautiful. It's, it reminded me of Almont and Perth. You know that beautiful old uh, ac- um, architecture? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like from the 1800s, mm-hmm. that's what the architecture looks like. So there's a very f- uh, fancy coffee shop, like not a Starbucks, like a, a one-off uh, from Vermont. Mm-hmm. So we went there for overpriced coffee, <laughs> and I was standing in line and I looked and I said to my wife, "I said, look, look, I think that's Bernie Sanders." <laughs> that's your celebrity. <laughs> well, he's a big celebrity. I said, "We're in Vermont," and she's looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, "Listen, honey, that's Bernie Sanders. Look, 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 that's Bernie Sanders." And I said it quietly. She's like, "You're crazy. You have three heads." I said he he he's a Vermont senator. This could be him. Are you seeing now the back of his head? Is he sitting like it's a profile? Like you got full on? Like you got a good view of this guy? I saw him from about twenty feet down. He had a, a gray jacket, and I'm like, and you recognized him from his mittens? Yeah, you say, did he have the mittens? <laughs> he wasn't wearing the mittens, but he was an old guy like Bernie. I'm like, that's Bernie Sanders. I'm gonna go get a selfie. And and I want to meet Bernie Sanders. Were, like, were you looking directly at his face, or was it like a side well, profile? Uh, not really at his face, more like the back of his head. Oh, come on. That could be anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Listen, it's Vermont. It's his home state. Why wouldn't it be him? It's a bougie the coffee shop. The back of his head. You can tell Bernie Sanders from the back of his head. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can tell anybody. Did the glasses on? What's that? Did the man have glasses on? Yes. Okay, well, at least there's that. <laughs> so I approached him. I was going to, like, like I didn't see any Secret Service because I, I thought they would be, like, wearing undercover stuff because in the movies they're always undercover with uh, suits. You know how it is, right? So <laughs> Talking pro- into their wrist. <laughs> I approached this man, and then I wouldn't tap him because that's not polite. And I, I, I was trying to tap him. <laughs> no, you don't tap him. So I gently moved around him, and I'm like, no, no, that's on him. Oh, so you Not agree him. that your wife yes. saved you from total embarrassment. Yes. So you did yeah. like the awkward pass by. I had like, my phone already. Over your shoulder. You were going to do a f- secret photo of him? No, well, no <laughs> not a secret photo. Just I would ask for a selfie because mm-hmm. uh... I'm, I'm vain and I have no friends. So if I post a picture, I'll get a lot of likes because that's how I am. Remember how you were saying um, that your laser eye surgery didn't work? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you should be trusted from no. afar. <laughs> It wasn't my fault. I mean, it looked like Bernie Sanders. It could have been, but it yeah. wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the the geography was right, like you yeah. said. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have been there. 
It's not yeah. like you're, uh, you know, thinking about some like crazy, like the rock being there and yeah. he lives, you know, near Hawaii or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, th- th- I-, I should have thought of it because he's a very frugal guy and we were in a very expensive coffee shop where coffee's like 12 bucks. <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten, had that been Bernie Sanders in that coffee shop in Vermont, how excited would you be? Very excited. Like one to ten? Uh, 9.5. Really? He's a legend. <laughs> guy's a legend. <laughs> I don't even know that I would recognize him, to be honest, out of a lineup. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't be asking him for a photo either. <laughs> Why not? This guy's a big name. Okay. Do it for the likes. Uh, do okay. it for the likes. Do it for the IG. <laughs> the only way you would get likes is if you both sat down and put your hands mittens. crossed on your on your lap with mittens on. And you then you would get the likes. Could have happened. Oh, man. Listen, uh, Biden's going to be in town on Thursday. I'm going to try and hook up. <laughs> You're going to come downtown looking for Biden. He'll come to Barhaven. Yeah, good luck. Oh, yeah. Good okay. luck with that. <laughs> now, if you want to meet a celebrity and you haven't yet, all you need to do is stalk them, according to many move listeners. <laughs> Managed to get it done that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about your actual celebrity encounters after Stu thought he saw Bernie Sanders in Vermont, but mm, turns just out his just, doppelganger. just another old guy. <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> but Susan, um, who, who did you meet? Now, it was years ago, but I was in I was living in New York City in Manhattan and first of all I love Barry Manilow and I was going to his concert later that week and I went out for a walk on a Sunday and guess who walks by me? I, I could not believe it. He he walked by me and I stood there I'm like, I can't believe it. In a city of eight million people I, I I see like the guy who I'm gonna see in concert on Thursday. So um I, I stood there and opened my person look please god please let there be pen and paper and there was and i casually went after barry (laughs) (laughs) and 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 luckily there was a at the crosswalk there was a red light and so he stopped so i'm like uh uh, excuse me mr manlow can i get your autograph and he said what's your name and as stupid as it sounds i did my name is susan i almost didn't want to say susan because his first and only wife was named Susan. I, did, I didn't want to make him sad. Oh. <laughs> but uh, obviously, I'm not going to give a fake name. So I just, I said Susan, and I still have it. I have it laminated in my bedside table. It says, To Susan, love Barry Manila. I'm like, oh. I, And I, I told him, I'm like, I'm going to see you in concert on Thursday. He's like, Okay, great. And that was the <laughs> end of the exchange? Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but I just, I, I stood there. Oh, oh, I, I just went, you know, when he passes away, I am going to be very, very sad, and I'm going to remember that exchange forever. Aw, that's Love a very it. cool story. Thank you for sharing. So many great stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, coming in on text at 10 I happen to like this one. I was working at an old hospital in Nova Scotia in the early 2000s. A made-for-TV movie was being shot there, and Jason Priestley was one uh-huh. of the actors. I was leaving one day, and I opened the doors to the basement, and boom, there he was. Right freaking there. <laughs> she says, what did I do? Nothing. Because I wanted to play it cool and not be one of those crazy fans, but I've kicked myself ever since. <laughs> uh, yeah, you kind of just got got to shoot your shot when you when you have yeah. that chance, right? Yeah. I've been like, Jason! <laughs> uh, stalking people at movies is a good way to um, meet them. We got this texted in at 10.030 that apparently uh, they got word that Christian Slater and Cuba uh, Gooding Jr. Yes. were doing a film in downtown Ottawa at a church. So my friend and I read about it. We're like, yeah, let's just go down and check it out. And they waited outside. 
And they actually were able to chat with Christian Slater for a few minutes. Very cool. Um, That's cool. And uh, several hours later, they um, were, were looking for um, Cuba as well while he was I, done. I was in that movie. You were in the movie. I was an extra. What Cuba Gooding Jr. actually rubbed my shoulder in a scene. He ran past me. Oh, really? In what a was, scene. What was that movie with Christian Slater? I, I don't remember the name. It was uh, a <laughs> big... You were in it and you don't remember. I don't remember the name of it. But we were filming at TD Place, and we had a bunch of extras on the steps, and his job was to run by us, and he knocked me in the shoulder. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. Well, speaking of movie sets, this one happened in Montreal. Uh, she says she grew up there. They met Bradley Cooper... And Zoe Saldana. Okay. Okay. Uh, because they got wind that they were there shooting a movie, and it was 1 a.m. Uh, she and her sister had stocked their trailers <laughs> for a solid 10 hours. 10 hours. That is a long commitment. Because they had promised that when they were done shooting that they would take pics, etc. So they were true to their word, she said. When they were done filming, after their 10-hour wait, they got pictures with them. She said they were incredibly kind and very down yeah. to earth. Yeah. Aww. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Stalking. Stocking yeah. is the key. Pays off. <laughs> I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, during the early days of the pandemic, Jeffrey reconnected with Adele on social media. This is a friend that he hadn't seen since university nearly a decade ago. But through their chatting, Adele learned what Jeffrey's been up to. He and his partner, Kevin, have been together for six years. They were dreaming of starting a family through surrogacy. And ideally, what they wanted was to have biological children and raise them at the same time. Yeah, that's a lofty goal, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which made it more difficult because for this to happen, they would need to find two surrogates at the same time. So to his shock, uh, Adele told him that she was open to being a surrogate for him. And crazily enough, not long after her offer, another school friend of theirs, Shannon, heard about it through a mutual friend and reached out to Jeffrey offering to be the second surrogate. So Adele and Shannon, these two ladies, weren't especially close in school, but through this twist of fate, it's brought them together as surrogate moms, and they say their friendship has exploded. They were like, why didn't we meet each other sooner? Throughout this, of course, bonding process for them. So the guys accompanied the women to a Toronto fertility clinic where they both had appointments on the same day. The guys held their hands as embryos, one fertilized by each father, were implanted, and both were successful. Oh, my God. That's very (laughs) cool. twins, basically. So now both of their surrogates are successfully 32 weeks pregnant together. So this situation, though, with two pregnancies for one family at once, it may seem unusual, but surrogacy in Canada estimates that more than 400 gestational surrogacy arrangements are made between people every year in our country. Okay. So it's becoming more and more commonplace, but... Both women have their own children and families at home, too, which is equally amazing that they were willing to do this. Um, they say, you know, being pregnant and helping friends and building a family has been such a w- rewarding experience. Um, and, you know, Adele says, I knew that I didn't want to have any more kids, but I actually always enjoyed the journey of being pregnant. She says, I think I'm just pretty much built to be a good pregnant woman. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeffrey and Kevin are saying that as soon as their kids are old enough to understand, they will know that these two incredible incredibly generous women and friends of theirs carried them. They say they're not their moms, but I think there's a great term for it. For it, they're their tummy mummies. Oh, <laughs> so cute. I don't know. 
what are the chances? That is yeah. wild. And like not strangers either, like two old friends that yeah. you have knowledge of and that are just willing you to step feel up. feel way more comfortable with that. Yeah. 100%. So the babies aren't born yet. They're nope. 32 weeks right now. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. They're due. Uh, one is due at the end of April. The other one is beginning of May, like literally mm-hmm. like a week Couple apart. Days, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When these kids are older, they're going to have quite the story to tell. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. And extended family. Yeah. And that's all the feels on Move 100. I gotta say, some of you are pretty bold trying to steal things from celebrities when you're meeting them as well. What? <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, get to that story. But uh, these chance encounters, they're all very unique because you never know how a celebrity is going to react when you meet them. It's true. And some of these stories are so random and hilarious. And some of the big names that you've run into, too. I love this text we got at 10 30. They were on a beach in Kitsilano while they were living in Vancouver. And Matthew McConaughey was lying on the beach in front of them. All right, all right, all right. Of course you're going to freak out, but they were sitting there arguing like, is it Matthew? Is it not? And they were going back and forth arguing if it was him. And he lifted his head, put his finger on his lips, and went, shh. (laughs) (laughs) They got shushed by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my God. They were probably killing his, like, zen vibe. Yeah, he is so chill. He doesn't seem like a very approachable celebrity. He's, like, so chill. Yeah. Vancouver is uh, seeming like a hot spot. Not surprising because they do a lot of filming and whatnot over there, and it's so close to, you know, like, California. Mm -hmm. Uh, This text at 10.030 says, um, Thursday last week just like literally just last week walking in vancouver walked by mark consuelos oh kelly Ripa's husband yeah they do riverdale there so i'm not surprised he was in vancouver well he was probably tying up loose ends and maybe selling his vancouver condo because Mm. he's going back to new york city now to be her new co-host yeah Mm. so they go aren't you mark consuelos he looked at me just kept walking and i said hi And he turned around and smirked. <laughs> okay. What nice. are the am I or aren't I, Mark Consuelos, yeah. International Man of Mystery. Uh, and I like this one. I hadn't realized this happened, but I guess years ago at the Shaw Center, there was this big celebrity like Halloween party and they brought in the Kardashians. I remember that. <laughs> Back in 2014, okay. I guess it was. So it was a it was, Faces Magazine event. Yeah. So it was Scott Disick and Khloe Kardashian and Brody Jenner and Audrina Patridge. They were all big at the time. But uh, this text and she said she was running around and she snuck into the VIP section and she tried to steal Khloe Kardashian's wine bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, well, that's Khloe's. And she's like, no, 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 I'm Khloe. <laughs> <laughs> tried to not only steal her wine, but tried to steal her identity. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Bold move. Yeah, I like it. Cash loaded. Bank player ready. Beat the bank. All right, Sylvie Vanier is our contestant. She called in at uh, caller 25 at 750-1100. Are you ready to win some money? Yes, I am. Ooh, all right, Sylvie, do we, did you listen to, uh, this morning to the play? Yes. Okay. So well, you heard that she walked away with $700, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you have your strategy all down? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> okay. Well, there's eight possible vaults. We'll start uh, at the beginning, and we'll see how far you're ready to take it, Okay. Okay. One hundred. One hundred dollars. We go on. We go on to vault number two. Okay. Three hundred. Okay, that's a nice jump. Three hundred dollars. Go on. Go on. Okay. Vault number three. 
450. Not wasting any time. No, I'm going to go again. You're going to okay. go again? You want to do yeah. vault number four? Yes, I do. Okay. 500. Ooh, nice. Hey, all right. We're slowly inching uh, up. Okay, now she starts to yeah. <laughs> 500's a good number. It's a nice number. Yeah, one more. One, one more? One more. Okay. Yeah. Here's vault number five. 650. Ooh. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, what I do, what I do, what I do. Uh, another one. Another, another one. one. One more. Yeah. Okay. okay, we are about to open up vault number six. 700. Ooh. $700. <laughs> you have only two vaults left. I know. Do you want to go to the next vault? Uh, totally up to you. One more. You want to do vault number seven? Okay, let's do vault number seven. 750. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's only one more, Sylvie. What do you do? What do you do? Go on. on. You want to go on? I start with nothing this morning, so it won't be be worse. Okay. Okay. You want to go to the final vault, Sylvie? Yes. All right, let's open up vault number eight. 900. Oh! 900 bucks, Sylvie, Vanya, you got $900 on Beat the Bank. That's great. You know what? Her strategy was go all the way in the end. You got some big balls. (laughs) Sylvie, that paid off for you. That's the biggest amount we've given out yet, so good for you. Thank you very much. And any ideas for the cash? Do you have any ideas on what you want to spend the cash on? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> all right. It's well, all for you. Thinking about it. Enjoy Thank it. Thank you very much, guys. And we will have another play of Beat the Bank coming at you at uh, 210 with Catherine Dines.